if you want people to pay you for your product or your service, but you're busy nickel and diming and haggling and finding the cheapest fucking shit to scale your business, that's why they're not buying. Those are the same people you're attracting. And if you don't buy into that, again, that's why you're broke. So I'm going to pick up where I left off yesterday. Like I said, I had to, uh, I had to check out and go to jujitsu. And uh, so I couldn't finish this up. I was already an hour deep and you can spend, listen, people go to college, which is an incredible fucking waste of time. And, and I'm sure that'll trigger somebody too, but like, honestly, fuck college. It doesn't have any value. It doesn't have any value. I have yet to see somebody that is that is a college professor, I, I've never seen it, who is ridiculously successful in business, teaching a business class. I have a friend of mine, his name's, uh, his name's Howie. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He sold Logic to a company in Japan for a couple of billion dollars. Him and one other guy. He begged people to invest in his company, by the way. And they were like, nah, I can't see this going anywhere. Yeah, a couple of billion, billion with a B. Just so you understand what a billion dollars is like before you guys start going, it's just a billion. Cause I think you have too many people have gotten the, the numbers all screwed up in their head. A lot of people are making 30, 40, 50 grand a year. And they're like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to make all this money. But they keep hearing the word billion thrown around. Like it's, it's just nothing. $1 billion. If you had $1 billion, it allows you to give every single human, human, not just adult, human in the United States, 1 million cash, and you'll still have over 600 million in your pocket. 1 billion. Now think about guys like Elon Musk or Jeffy B or any Warren Buffett. When they have billions, my buddy Howie, billions, it's just almost a distraction because you start looking at things differently when you start making a lot of money. So just so we're clear, there's nothing you really can't do once you hit about 50 grand a month, that's $600,000 a year. And that's most that that's, I'm going to tell you, that's probably more than almost everybody listening to this right now or watching this right now has ever made. Most of you guys are probably making 50 grand a year and you guys take offense to that when I say it. So what? Just change it. But looking at the people teaching courses and charging you tens of thousands of dollars to teach you a course with a bunch of cookie cutter garbage is exactly why I decided to start coaching people on how to run a business and how to start a business and how to scale a business. Because I watch people that have no business teaching you how to, to run or start a business, none. And like I said, I've done three, all of them do over seven figures. You can look them all up. It's very easy. And I built all of those before I started telling anybody how to do anything. One, that's like I said, it's like a fat person teaching you how to be fit. And I'm sure some fat fuck is going to get all pissed off about that. I don't care. Your opinion doesn't matter to me because you have no self-control. It's not a gland problem. It's not a big bone problem. It's not your genetics. Enough with the bullshit that CNN is telling everybody about. It's your weak, low standards. The same reason why people come out and they go, nobody's buying my product. I don't understand. I thought I was going to be a millionaire once I took your course. You're being taught by somebody who's not a millionaire. You're not going to be a millionaire. Because you're, they can only teach you to the capacity of them. My wife and I have earned millions and millions and millions of dollars. It's who cares? It's just a number compared to a billionaire. I got nothing, but I do know how to get the attention to make the money and close the deal. 
And I'm like, I got tired of seeing people do it. And, and I got tired of seeing people teach just garbage. So I just went, fuck it. I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to show people how to do it. Most of it I do for free. If you want me to coach you, then I coach you. Yeah, there's a price. And you know what? If you think it's expensive, keep buying nickel and dime $1,500 programs or $499 webinars and wondering why you're not successful. You know, one of the biggest rules I, I've learned in business is that if you aren't willing to spend it, you will never, ever get it when you're asking. So listen to what I'm saying. If you want people to pay you for your product or your service, but you're busy nickel and diming and haggling and finding the cheapest fucking shit to scale your business, that's why they're not buying. Those are the same people you're attracting. And if you don't buy into that, again, that's why you're broke. And you can get mad. You can get all butthurt. You can switch to another podcast. None of that matters to me. I don't care if I got one listener or a hundred million listeners, because if one person listens and one person does something about it and they become successful, they change their life. I want, I did my job. I just want to help a ton of people. I don't ask for money on this thing. I just help you guys. I don't even pitch my shit. You want to coach with me? Fucking coach with me. I don't care. Then do it. I'll help you. If not, that's okay. There's a million other people. Coach with Bedros, coach with Wes, coach with, there's a bunch of people that are doing it well. There's a whole bunch of us. The point is, if you go, oh, do you have a cheaper program? That's what people are doing to you. Oh, I know, but this program is like $25,000 for the year. And you're wondering why people are saying no to you. Because you do it. I buy cars at whatever the asking price is, as long as it's not ludicrous. But I don't negotiate because I don't want people to negotiate with me. I don't want to attract those people. There's no point. I don't bother. Because if you, those are the only people that negotiate and complain are the people at the bottom. The people that have the money go, okay, cool. I've been watching you, like I said yesterday, for a while. And I see all the stuff you're doing that's successful. And how much is it? Oh, 100,000? Okay, I, I'm going to send the wire this afternoon. Boom. And they, then they win. Because they're busy executing, not looking for the next deal. You spend all your time looking for something cheap. You are cheap. You can't expect value if that's not what you're giving it. You can't expect people to pay you any money if you're not willing to pay the money and you're always coming up with reasons why you can't pay. That's your fucking problem. So if you stop there, fix that before you start a business. Because if you are constantly hunting for the cheapest shit and you're not willing to go in all with everything you've got, that's why you're going to fail. You have to be willing to go all in. I'll tell you this. Go look up Howard Payne's, send him a DM and ask him. Did he go all in? He was $600,000 in debt. He didn't know what the fuck he was going to do. He was tapped out. Business after business failed. But he didn't go cheap. He went, I'm going to dump it all in. That's all I got. Because if you're not willing to do that, you can't expect anybody else to do that. The bigger you go in on yourself and your company and your business and what you're going to do, the bigger the exit, the bigger the payoff. The, the bigger you can, the, the larger the price you can command. Because you start solving bigger problems for people that have much more capital because you are attracting the people that are a higher caliber than, than these bottom feeders that want to pay 50 bucks. I got no sympathy for that because those are the ones that complain all the time. Fuck that. So let, let's go over this because I sat here and I ranted enough. And, and I realize this is, I guess, pretty much like a class. You have to go, what are the moving parts of your offer? And the moving parts of the offer is like, if you show somebody something, I use this can of Coke for you guys listening. I'm holding a can of Coke. 
And I go, here's the offer. And I go, look at how shiny it is. Look at this amazing can. It's got some black writing and, and you know, red can and some white on it. It's got a silver top and a pull tab. And, and that's all they keep talking about are all the attributes. Who cares? If I'm trying to give this to somebody, I can't even give it away if the person I'm trying to give it to has no desire for what this is. And if I'm not telling them what's inside. You have someone that is insanely thirsty that loves Coca-Cola and goes, holy shit, I'd give anything for that Coke. And then you present this and you go, inside this thing, yeah, it's cold, it's refreshing. I know you're parched, sweet, tastes good, it's bubbly. You're going to love this. I'll tell you, the second you drink this thing, you're going to just fucking turn on. You're going to be ready. $1,000. If I'm the only one selling this and they desperately need it, I just made $1,000. If you're trying to shove this down the pie hole of somebody that's like, I don't know, I just drink water all the time though. I guess I could try this Coke. They're not going to give you a buck. But you have to find the people that have the ideal outcome that your product creates. Like what is, what is the outcome that your product creates? Because people keep trying to shove a square peg into a round hole, wondering why it's not working. You have somebody that's overweight that has no desire to be fit, none. You could bang on them with a fitness program all day long. They're just going to give you the finger and keep on walking. You have to find the people that want, and it's their ideal outcome, not yours. You have an ideal outcome. You're like, but they should want this. You need to find the people that want that. It has nothing to do with what you want. You just need to solve a problem for a specific group. That's why I said you market to one person. So what is the problem? What is, what is the dream? What is the goal that they have where they literally would sell a kidney? And then they're going to have an idea on whether or not, see, these are people that have probably seen the cheapest shit in the world. They're going to have an idea that, well, I've tried, but it's probably not going to work for me. Remember, most of these people have tried something. So you need to have an ideal outcome. You have to basically provide nothing but solutions and answers to increase their perception that they're actually going to get it. Because if they're going to look at you and it's a $40 item, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to go, there's no way that's going to work. I've tried it. It's a, it's a $40 ebook. I've gotten lots of ebooks. I've gotten free ones. I've gotten 40 bucks, but they don't even put the same effort into something because when people pay, they pay attention. So if they pay 40 grand for something and normally everybody else is charging 40 bucks, they're going to pay attention to every single fucking word in that document because they went all in. Again, the higher caliber person is going to invest more of their time, energy, and money into whatever you give them. The people at the bottom stay at the bottom because they keep looking for the next thing that's going to do the work for them. Don't even market to those people. There's no point. Those are widget factory recipients. Just let them buy pet rocks. People go, I want to sell this high ticket coaching. It's one coach. It's all he talks about. Let me show you how to sell high ticket coaching. And then tells you it's going to take four fucking years to build an audience. Get out of here. That's bullshit. You need to go, what is their desire? What is their absolute desired goal? What is that? What is their own belief in whether or not they're going to get that? What is every fucking problem they're going to run into that they've created? Every block, every roadblock that they're going to come up with as to why they can't. And then what are all the things they're going to have to give up? What are all the things they're going to have to say? Fuck, I just, I got to give this up and I don't want to. I love Snickers bars. I want to eat Snickers bars. But if I want to stop having type 2 diabetes and being fat, and obese and sloppy, I need to stop eating all these Snicker bars and I got to start going on walks every day with my fucking wife. What are the things they have to give up? What are the things they're going to have to start doing? What is the likelihood they're going to be able to actually stick to this? And then your job is to help them implement that. That's it. 
What do they want? Do they believe they're actually going to get it? What is every roadblock they're going to come up with in their head before you even open your mouth? They're going to start rationalizing. I've tried it. It doesn't work. I did something like this before. My friend did that program. You know, I'm uh, Italian, so we don't have this. I'm German, so we don't have that. Like just laundry list of shit. And you're, so you create solutions before they even look at your stuff. You create solutions that answer all those roadblocks they're going to come up with. All the cock blocks they come up with, you are finding ways around. And then you have to be honest and transparent and go, these are all the things you're going to have to do. These are all the things you're going to have to not do. Here, do this. That's it. That's how you put together an offer. And most people fuck it up. Like the more they believe, the more they believe in everything that you're telling them, the more they're going to invest in everything you're selling them. You can't shove it down their throat and use these like sales judo DM scripts that some people come up with. I'm going to give you my secret script and everybody buys because those secret scripts, number one, they're not secret. Everybody fucking knows them. And number two is they don't work. Words are just words. The emotion and belief behind the word is what matters. So if you don't have any emotion and belief behind what you're saying, it doesn't matter what you say. Right? Listen. Yeah, I love you. Versus, God, man, I just, I love you with everything I've got. Basically the same thing. One of them feels different. The emotion and energy you put behind. It's Jordan Belfort, right? Tonality. Read the book. You, you have to go, do they think they're going to succeed? And you have to basically convince them with social proof, your own proof. You can't, you can't sit there and give them validation after validation because nobody listens, right? And then what are they going to have to do? How much work are they going to have to do? And I mean, the bottom line is the work instills the worth. So they're going to have to do work. Like if you go, what is, what do people really want, right? The easiest thing is this. If you go, the three things in the world that the deficiency needs, right? Health, wealth, and relationships. Well, people will spend insane amounts of money on surgical enhancement to get a set of tits, to get an ass. They have calf implants. They have nose jobs. They have facelifts. They have, you know, hair implants. It doesn't matter. People will spend huge liposuction. People will spend huge amounts of money. To do that, I had a company, a uh, laser fat loss company. 90% of the people that came in were convinced that they could go and hook up to this laser machine and it'll melt the fat off of them. And then they could go out and eat Taco Bell and cheeseburgers every fucking day and it'll still work. And I kept saying, no, motherfucker, you still have to change how you eat. It's just faster. It just expedites the process. You still have to change. So those are the things you have to take into account when you're talking about your product and your offer is what is their logic going to be about what they're giving up versus what they really have to give up? What are all the validations and little shortcuts they're gonna keep coming up with going, well, I did this. Yeah, but you didn't do what I tell you to do. If you don't do what I'm gonna tell you to do, you're not gonna get the same results. It's like I tell people, you wanna look and move and feel like I do, or my wife does every day. You have to do every single thing, not some of it. If you do 80% of the work, you're gonna get 20% of the results. It's the 80-20 rule. It's the same thing, except the 80% that you're doing that you're skimping on is producing 1% of the results because you're not even doing that. So those are the things you have to take into account. So if you look at those three, people will pay insane amounts of money to get surgical enhancement that takes six to eight months to get back in the game. And now you have a foreign body in you, right? Silicone, whatever, saline. Versus going, I would pay a personal trainer to get fit and jacked and have the ability. 
But I promise you, if you surgically enhanced yourself to look fit, you do not have the same capacity as somebody who is fit. The problem with that too is you have not developed the skill set to support the end result, which means you're going to lose it. I know so many people, lottery winners, rapid fat loss, they're all the same. They lose all the weight, they win all the money, they have no emotional maturity or financial maturity or physical maturity to handle the results that they got instantly. So they go right back to the level of the habits they had prior to the win, which is what happens with shortcuts. So you have to find a way to convey that information to the people that makes them still want to give you money. Otherwise, they're going to say, fuck you. I find this one here. This says I can do it for three grand and by tomorrow I'll wake up fit and good looking. And then they don't and they blame the person that sold them the product, which they probably should because it's not the truth. But if you look at fitness, that's it. They would rather pay for surgery than they pay a ton of money for surgery versus a little bit of versus a ton of money for training. Same with earning money. They will, if there's an, a magic bullshit investment that somebody says, if you give me 10 grand, it'll turn into a million dollars tomorrow. The number of people that flocked to Bitcoin when it was skyrocketing and it was 60,000 a coin because they were like, fuck, I should have bought when it was 20,000 a coin is ridiculous. People were jumping on it like crazy at the highest possible purchase price because they bought into the emotion of getting something for nothing. I just saw an advertisement, excuse me, excuse me. Um, I saw an advertisement on TV about, a, it's like a digital lottery. It's like a scratch ticket on your phone that's trying to get something for nothing. It never works out well for anybody. But that's easier to sell because there's no effort involved versus going, let me show you how to make a business. I told you, um, I, I show you a pair of tits and everybody comes to look. I show you how the person earned the money to buy the pair of tits crickets but yet the second one is the one that counts so people want to see the results they don't want to put in the effort to get the results right so think about that and then relationships god swipe right that's our whole world swipe right you swipe right just go to keep going until you get laid versus putting time and energy and effort into a relationship to have a long-term relationship with someone you actually love and care about and this could be a whole psychology episode but you have to think about that when you're building your product right because the offer matters like you have to look at that you, you have to, you have to think, bring it down to the least amount of perceived effort without lying to the buyer. You have to make it seem and feel and actually function as if it's easier. Mark Cuban said, you make your product easier to consume than anybody else's and you'll never have to worry about money. That's what you have to do. Every click extra is a way for them to escape. Every step is a way for them to escape themselves, not you, themselves. Put it into a funnel, two-step funnel, infinitely better than a 10-step funnel. There's less ways out. But you have to look at that when you're building a product, right? I got so much paper here in front of me. It's crazy. So here's how to build this entire thing. So I'm going to help you put together an offer right now. So you want to make it as easy as you can, because this is where people struggle the whole, how do I make this offer? I, I got you. I got you. So you have to go, what is the, what is the idea? What is the vision that they have in their head? What's the thing that they want? What is the ultimate thing that they want? If like all things being amazing and the stars are all lined up and the planets are fucking lined up and time is of no consequence and money is of no consequence. What is the dream they've got in the direction you are standing? That, that's the ultimate product, right? But then what, are the, what is the list of problems that they're going to come up with in their own head about why it's not going to work? 
Solve all of those with your product. Solve all of those with your, it should be like 20, 30 things, right? List all of their problems, everything they've got, and then turn those into solutions created by your product or service. You don't just answer their questions and go, well, we could do this, we could do that. Like, don't argue with them. Come up with answers and then give them the answers. Listen, I built an insane empire on social media. I made so much money doing Smashworks because I gave everything away. I said it in the last episode. I gave it all away. Do this for elbow tendonitis. Do this for shoulder problems. Do this for knee problems. I didn't gatekeep anything. I gave it all away and people were calling my office and showing up in my office and I made millions of dollars a year. It's you have to be the one that's willing to go. I will give you everything for free. Because the byproduct of that is everybody goes, wow, this guy actually knows what he's doing. This girl actually knows what she's doing. How do I do that? But people that go, well, how do I get them to look my way? Give them everything for free and be damn good about it. And you keep dumping time, money, and energy into what you're giving away until people go, how do I pay you? Which is exactly what happened to me. I had people sending me messages going, dude, how do I pay you? How do I support you? You're giving all this away for free. This is badass. I never even asked for money. And then I just created a company and I was at capacity like this. So that's what, that's the secret. That's the secret, which is exactly why I'm doing this. It's not to get you to buy my shit. It's so you guys have something to stand on from a guy that's actually done it. Listen, when you go, I have a um, product that helps a 45-year-old man lose weight. God, it was even boring. My ear is itchy. That's what you're wondering what I'm doing on the podcast. It was even boring to say. But if you were like, I help dads with big bellies and busy jobs lose weight within six months, without ever going to the gym or changing what they're eating. Now, if you can actually bring that to fruition and put together a system that allows them to do that, you've targeted one person instead of just people in general who have a big belly. The riches are in the niches. It's what I said about the neurosurgeon versus the general practitioner, right? The easiest way to solve most of the problems, by the way, is just look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Don't invent something that you're not good at. I have, I have somebody in my program and she's like, I coach people on how to make money. How much have you made? I asked. She's like, well, I'm an X. Okay, but you're coaching people to make, I'm at Y and you've never made that. It's like me coaching you guys on how to make billions of dollars. I can't do it. I'd love to tell you I got an idea, but I don't know how to do it because I've never done it. I can make millions and tens of millions, but I don't know how to make billions of dollars yet. So look in the mirror and go, what are all the problems that I solve? Just go solve those. Look at who you were five years ago. All your problems, pick one, solve that. Just become the best at solving that one fucking thing. That's it. Like help people and they will help your bank account. Like you, you know what I did? So with Smashworks, with Body Hacks, all of the stuff I've done in even the Spartan Army, I just got so good at creating results and solving problems that other people started to notice and offer money. That's what you have to do. That's it. There's no secret marketing hack, right? So you want to go like, this is like, I'm literally reading this line by line because it works so well. I just had to write all this down. I told you, you saw it yesterday is a stack of paper. I'm on high here. You have to know what you're solving, not nebulous. So no, you should be able to describe, describe what you're doing in 180 characters. What are you doing? Exactly. Because what people do in my closer events, and I have these closer events on Mondays where I teach people how to communicate their offer and product and close. And people say, I could sell my product. And I go, okay, cool. Sell me. And they're like, oh shit, uh, on the spot. Um, okay. Uh, well, well, well I, I do this this thing. Well, hold on, but it doesn't sound right when I say it like that. So I do. That's how you sound to your customer. Rookies practice on their customers. Pros practice on each other. Keep that in mind. 
practice on your steering wheel, practice on your fucking printer. There's a camera here, practice on your watch, practice on your spouse until it becomes natural. And all you have to do is talk about everything, not scripted. Do you know why scripts are a real difficult thing to do, by the way? Because what happens with a script is if you don't have a system versus a script, and I'll, I'll cover that in a different episode, but if you have a system in place that always brings the buyer back to where they are, where the transaction is going to take place, where the relationship is going to grow, it's very easy. If you have a script and all of a sudden you're fucked and they ask you a question that really throws a curve, which will happen, throws a curveball, and you're floundering out in the middle of the ocean, you can't get back to your script without sounding like a Muppet because all you know is your script. That's why scripts don't work. That's why they don't work. I hear these dated guys going, oh, I'm gonna do, you can tell the rookies, rookies always use scripts. Always, rookies always use scripts. They have this dead set script line by line. When you use this, you say this. When they say this, you say this. That's not how it's got, that's not how it works. You have to have a system in place that you guide them through the entire conversation to the end. Do you need to know closes? Yeah, for, for complaints. Remember, there's not really that many objections. They're just complaints and we can get into that too another day. But you want to start, look at all the things that they're going to struggle with. I mean, come up with everything that they can possibly think of. If it's weight loss, you know, literally grocery shopping, uh, food prep, timing, what to eat, when to eat, how to cook it. Can I eat with my family? I've tried it before. It was too hard. I don't like the taste of this food. I was starving. I was always hungry. I was always tired. I got headaches. I hated giving up this food. My wife can't eat that. My husband can't eat this. My kids eat this. I have a problem at work. They always have donuts. I like make hot. Like they will come up with all of these things. Your job is to come up with all of those things and then a solution. So take a piece of paper and write down 20, 30, 40 problems that they are going to challenge you with and create a solution, a blueprint for each one of those problems. Not one big one, one for each one of those. Know all that stuff and then just start banging that stuff out. You will have nothing but people show up because you're solving the problems. Because what people think when they hear that is they go, this guy, this girl actually understands my plight. They know what I'm going through versus, oh, here's another guy hawking some product or service. <laughs> the way you get people to believe in you is by believing in yourself and actually solving their problems, right? So your job is to make it look as easy as possible so the work doesn't scare them, right? So you're going to take all their problems and you're going to reverse engineer every fucking thing they have going on and every challenge they're going to come up with and everything that has brought them to the place there. Because remember, the people that you're probably marketing to are people that have done the same thing over and over and over again in a way that has brought them to the place that they hate. Well, until they change those habits, which are very uncomfortable, they're going to keep going the same direction. See, but the problem is changing those habits and changing that perception is very difficult because people go, wow, it's uncomfortable if I go this direction. So you have to make it as easy and comfortable as possible to make a pivot in your direction and then get the results. And then you need to help them implement that, right? So I'll give you the, the short version, the cliff notes, okay? Figure out what they want. Figure out every single way that they're going to contradict and cock block you from start to finish. And then turn, like reverse engineer every one of those problems into solutions created by your product or service. If you don't know this, it doesn't matter what you're selling. Nobody's going to buy it because you haven't created solutions. You have a product and then they buy your product and then you go, fuck, now what do I do? Which is a lot of these coaching go, oh, you don't need to know anything. Just sell your product and figure it out on the way down. That's the dumbest thing you can do. You want people to get pissed off? Do that. <laughs> you have to think that you are creating a relationship. You're not creating a transaction. And I think a lot of people 
try and create transactions. And the second that somebody buys something, this is why your business failed. They buy something and then they go, well, but they're dropping off. If they're dropping off, you're not giving enough value. If they're not showing up, showing up in the first place, you're not giving enough free value, right? So either one, the value is on either side of that equation. If they're in your program and all of a sudden they start ghosting you and dropping out of your program, whatever it is, coaching, fitness, money, estate building, real estate, it doesn't matter. But if people like, uh, we have a real estate agent, his name's Nick. I fucking love this guy. And if you guys ever need a real estate agent, by the way, call me. This guy is gangster, gangster. Holy shit, is he good. But I've referred him a ton of people because he's taking care of me and my family. He is over-delivered, over-leveraged his time, his energy, his effort, his money, just to help me and my wife and my kids. He's a good man. But he delivered so much value. He gave, a, gave us shit for free that I make him a ton of money because I send him everybody. You see, so if you are creating that, so he's, I, he gives me value. I, I bought from him more than once, multiple times. So he's made money off of me multiple times. I love it. I have no problem writing a check to that guy. And I hope the checks are fucking huge because he deserves it because he keeps giving me value after the fact. He gave me a ton of value before. He got on the phone. He lined up houses. He like, God, this guy, I literally would call him at night while we were here looking at houses. Hey, by the way, my wife and I found this one, this one, this one. Can you set it up? No problem. Boom, I'll set it up. He's from the area, so he'd be like, oh, I've been in that house. Yeah, you don't want to go in that house, man. That house has been, I, when I was seven, like there's a lot when, you know, there's a murder in it or something. It's just terrible, like just shit. He's like, you don't want, well, it wasn't a murder, but, but you just don't want to be in the house because he's like, it was designed bad. It's poorly built. I know the builder. He's so smart that he always brought his own, well, his knowledge into the transaction. So he gave me value beforehand. He answered all our questions as we had them and all of our objections and complaints. He handled them all like a fucking boss. And then when we were done and we gave him money, he handled them again afterwards. I mean, we've known him for three plus years. That's the value you have to give. And a lot of you guys are making mistakes and, and I'm not like, maybe you guys think I'm just bagging on you, but that it's, it doesn't matter. If you tell, if you do everything I'm telling you to do in this, in these two podcasts, you can run any business. You can start any business. You just have to follow these, right? So you, uh, you have to think too, you're probably not asking enough money. Right? You're probably not asking for enough money in your product unless you're selling something that's like a, like an energy bar or an energy drink and you're selling, that's a different kind of a concept. And, and I'm not going to go over that because a lot of the people that are listening to this are going, I want to be an online coach. I want to be a fitness trainer. I want to guide people to have, you know, a, a better mindset. I want to teach people how to create their own nutrition programs, whatever it is. You guys aren't asking enough money. It's what I said in the last one. If you aren't asking enough money, you're getting all the people that are going to have nothing but questions, but want everything from you, but will do none of the work. Understand that the more it is, it is the same level of effort, same level of effort to sell a $1 item and a $1 million item. It's the same. I don't, I don't care what somebody says. You can argue all you want. The effort is the same. The person you attract is different. The person that pays a million dollars is a higher caliber person that is not, they are going to do their due diligence before they talk to you, before they even engage, before they send you a dime. And then the questions they have are going to be very succinct and direct and to the point that have to do with everything you're going to deliver. The person that's buying it for a dollar asks the dumbest fucking questions on earth nonstop for as long as you will be alive. And they'll still not do the work. 
why would you sell to that person when you could put the same amount of energy and effort into someone that's going to be the best client you can possibly attract? And you do that, honestly, by not being a cheap son of a bitch and actually going out and spending money to develop your career, your job, your fitness, your life, your mindset, like put money into yourself to become the best version of yourself. And then go and teach people how to do that. You can't teach people how to make a ton of money when you don't believe in a ton of money. Or if you're fat and sloppy and you're teaching them to be fit, have a great mindset. Or if your relationship, if, if you're divorced or separated, you can't fucking tell somebody how to have a successful marriage. Like, I got no sympathy for you if you're trying to do that. Like, I, I hope you're broke. I learned a lot in my divorce and I never got married again. You're not going to coach anybody successfully. You're bitter. So just think, the higher the price, the easier it is to sell. That's all you got to, you can get into, you can get into all kinds of things, but that's the easiest way to remember it. The higher the price, the more you become a unicorn, the easier it is to sell, the more you have to scratch the surface to look for the people that want to buy your product, but the easier it is to sell because you're attracting a higher caliber of person. There are three ways of delivering a product. By the way, I just want to touch on this real quick. There's done for you, done with you, and do it yourself. Okay, done for you is very expensive. You call me, I, I work out for you, I eat for you, I do all the work for you, I go to the gym for you, I get up, I go to bed, I monitor everything I'm doing for myself, but you get all the results. I realize there's no such program, but that would be it. Done with you, I come to the gym, I walk through the workouts with you, I get on a Zoom call, I walk through the workouts with you, I show you what you're doing right, where you're doing wrong, things wrong, and I help you improve, and I guide you all the way through it. That's doing it with you. Doing it yourself is I hand you the program and you never fucking see me again. You have to decide which one you're going to do. The ones that work the best are doing it with you, just so you know. I think, personally. When you have a higher price, you build credibility with people that have more money, provided you deliver massive results. Just keep that in mind. Like, I mean, people, somebody asked me, like, why are you doing this? Because I want people to be successful and I'm tired of looking at garbage out there. You have to go, well, how do I get money? Well, how do I get money? How do I get money? First of all, one product, one platform, one customer. It's what I said before. A lot of you guys go, okay, I'm going to sell uh, these supplements and then I'm going to sell this coaching program and then I'm going to sell this workout and then I'm going to sell these bands and I'm going to sell this weight belt and then I'm going to sell these shoes, these gloves and this tape and then I'm going to sell this nose strip. I'm going to sell this hat and this shirt and I'm going to make millions of dollars. You've got so many moving parts yet you haven't collected a damn thing. And then one month you collect $1,000 and you can't fulfill any of your orders because you have too many moving fucking parts. One product, one platform, one customer. Once you get to a million bucks, then change. Because when you've become really good at that, you can start adding pieces in. But you have to take all the money that you, listen, the best advice I can give you is take all the money that you get in the beginning and dump it right back into your business. Keep improving your shit. Keep taking your product or your service and upgrading it nonstop until it becomes so good that you become the standard that everybody else compares their business, their product to. You become the one that everybody goes, you just got to do it like that guy. If you can make it to even part of what that guy does, you're going to kill it. That's what you have to do. The way you do that is by constantly dumping time, money, and energy back into your business. And a lot of people struggle with that. They make 50 grand one month, and the month before that, they made 10 bucks, and they go out and they buy a brand new car. Cool. That brand new car hasn't made you a dime. I'm sure somebody's going to argue and go, well, what if that brand new car is part of their business? Okay, it's not. It's, it's not, you know, I like these Coke zeros they are good. They're so good. It's funny. So I got a camera going up there right now, right? This is on a, on a pivot video quality matters, by the way, this is the camera that I normally use 
this is a, uh, I know it's off, off topic just because if you start a podcast or you do anything like that, get a good camera. I learned my lesson. There's a camera right up here. It's recording this and this is going to have the shittiest quality re recording ever because it's going to zoom. Uh, right now, I don't care. I just want to give you the information. This is a Canon EM, EOS R10. This thing's gangster, gangster as hell. And I think it was about a thousand bucks. Get a lens for it. It's about another 800 bucks. Money well spent. Hook it up to this mic. This is a, a Yeti, a mini. And then I have this one here. That's the, the big Yeti. And they're both good. I like them. Uh, <laughs> there's a ring up there giving me some good lighting. So my face doesn't look ridiculous. Probably going to change that back there because it's just too glaring. But things like that matter. Show up with everything you've got. If all you've got is a cell phone, well, that right there, that iPhone, I don't know what it is, 13, 14, but it has, I mean, it's recording right now in 4K and it's got a gangster video, gangster picture, crazy good sound. It's my phone. It's got one tera, one terabyte of, of memory. And plus I've got the cloud. This is all stuff that you should think about when you're marketing, when you're marketing your stuff, film good quality, film valid qual quality or valid information rather, and give it all away for free. If your video is shaky and blurry and the information is difficult to assimilate and hard to hear, that's not going to help anybody. Listen, I don't care. I have tons of videos that are crap, but the information is still sound. You have to at least hit one of those boxes. Make sure the stuff you're giving away is, is good stuff, not generic stuff that you're like, well, everybody else is saying, don't say what everybody else is saying. Give solutions to your audience specifically, right? Because like I said, I want everyone else to be successful. So all I can do is give you all the things I've done. I took all my money and I put it back into my own business. Right. So fast forward past that. When you ask for a higher dollar, you don't have to sell as many. Right. So if you have to sell 5,000 of an item or you have to sell one of an item, I'd rather sell one to make the same amount of money. It's going to take the same amount of effort. Keep that in mind when you're looking at your price. Right. This is how you build. I wrote this here. This is how you build high margin and value. You list all the problems and all the ways you can solve it. And then hack everything to make it easy for them, not for you, which means you take all of the problems and all of the solutions and break them down into very easy to digest component parts. Give them all that step-by-step, play-by-play. Imagine you're talking to a third grader. Is that, does that, you guys following me on that one? So there's a ton of stuff we can get into here. We can strip and rip and, and go through all kinds of stuff. Like doesn't know this really matters. You are going to have to go, what is my cost to bring the business online and deliver, right? What is the cost to bring whatever I have online and deliver? And then how much of that is going to be profit? And at the beginning, you're going to be excited because you're going to see all this money, but you're trading time for money at the beginning, no matter what you're doing, which means that if I'm coming out and I'm making videos, so if I look at a fitness business, right, I'm going to take my phone, which I just realized is up there. I'm going to take my phone. I'm going to take all my workouts. I'm going to make, listen, if you are in a fitness business, make sure you are the one in the fitness video. Stop fucking using blue shirt guy on trainer eyes. Film your damn workouts. You do not listen. Don't go out and buy one of these cameras, hire a camera guy, spend like rent a gym for six hours and film all these high quality, crazy ass videos with you explaining step-by-step step how to do every movement. You don't need to do that. I had a coach tell me that rent the gym for six hours, hire a camera guy, excellent audio, have them edit and do it. It's like 10 grand at the beginning. You don't have 10 grand. Why would you do that? You can fix that shit later. Take your phone, 
film your workouts. Make sure the lighting isn't shit. Make sure it doesn't matter about the audio. You're going to get pinched for your music. If you have music on there, that's like top 40 stuff. Make sure it's filmed in 4K, 30 frames a second. Take that, chop it up into 12 to 15 second videos. Drop those into Trainerize. Use Trainerize. They charge me 330 bucks for thousands and thousands of clients. They don't change their price based on how many people I have on the program. There's a whole bunch of other places that you can use, except they charge how, based on how many people are in the program. Why would you do that? You don't need to. Trainerize is easy. So if you're using Trainerize, you upload from your phone. You have to film them in uh, landscape, not portrait. They won't even accept portrait format. I don't know why. So make sure they're filmed in landscape. That's side to side, right? YouTube style, YouTube long form style. Make sure you label what the ex exercise is. Here's a tip. Label it with the business name first. So for example, I would go Spartan Power Cleans. Why? My nose is so itchy right now. It's driving me nuts. Um, Spartan power cleans, Spartan squats, Spartan squats, squat cleans, Spartan curls, because that way, when I search it, I just put Spartan and it brings in all the stuff. So that's a little pro tip for you right there. Um, describe the exercise basic. If they have questions, let them ask you, give them a layout on what to do. Give them a diet template. Don't get complicated. I used to make these 80 page menus. Nobody ever, ever listened to what I did. Give them a macro breakdown. If that's how you do your coaching with nutrition. A caloric load, 300 to 500 less than what their maintenance caloric load is going to be if they're trying to lose weight. Give them that. Give them a food choice and then say, go eat. You don't have to get complicated. Give them simple solutions so they can still eat with their family. Have them commit to a time of the day where they work out. It's non-negotiable. We work out at the same time every day, no matter what. I will drop what I'm doing. Do that. Part of the problem is people struggle with the commitment of actually doing the work, whatever it is, building the business. Right now, if you're listening to this, you're like, how do I build a business? Commit to a set amount of time every day at a certain time every day, doing the work to make the business grow, to market, to DM, to ask questions, to answer questions, to like all of the stuff. That's what you have to do. And a lot of these guys are like, well, you have to let your content bring people to you. I agree up to a point, except I know people that barely get any traction on their content that make a million dollars a month. So where does that put them? I know people right now. So my buddy, Ryan Stuman, right? He owns Apex. Go look at his content. Half his content gets almost no traction. The guy makes millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars a year. He makes so much fucking money. Why? Because his delivery is solid. And he still gets in front of the right people. Because he executes the right way. So don't get caught up in like, well, my content isn't bringing anybody. You're not getting in front of the right people, number one. Number two is you probably have a sucky offer. You don't know how to even make an offer. Number three is you don't believe in your offer. And you're trying to cheap out yourself, which means you're attracting cheap people. Number four is you haven't even answered, who do I, who, who am I selling to, right? One product, one, one product, one platform. And um, I want to say one product, one platform, one person, right? You might not have even done that. So the problem becomes you haven't done the basics, but you want to do the fancy stuff. And that's where a lot of people get caught up. You get all tripped up in all these details that don't matter. All tripped up in these details, they don't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. If you aren't doing the fundamentals, it's going to cost you a fortune. So here's how you set it up from, start, from cover to cover. Decide what you're going to do, who you're going to solve it for, what solution you're going to create, how they're going to get the solution, how they're going to like, and then how you get them to say yes and how you get them to tell everybody else. And then you go, how am I going to, what platform am I going to choose? YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. I don't care where you go. Just pick one. And then you're going to get cap cut. 
and you're going to use that exclusively. You don't need anything else right now. It does everything. You can take a long form video, just so you know, and dump it into CapCut Desktop, which is right over here. It's laptop. And you can have it spit out a one hour video. It'll spit out 20 to 30 shorts. About 70 to 80% of them are actually really good. Just do that for the time being. If you don't have the capital to pay for an editor and have them chop up your videos, AI is doing a bang up fucking job, right? Kapla does it. I think it's free. Opus, Opus Clips does it. And CapCut does it very, very well. There's a lot of other ones out there, but they do it very well. CapCut takes a long time. Opus Clips is fast as fuck. And it gives you a percentage of how good the clip is. I don't know what their rating system is and how they come up with it, but it's pretty accurate. Because if it says 97%, it's a pretty good video. If it says 60%, eh, it's questionable. You can even set the parameters. So that's how you come up with your shorts. So you can take one clip. You can even go onto YouTube. You can look at moments, key moments in the video that people are watching all the time. Take those, turn those into clips. There's so many ways of getting in front of people. You guys are complicating it going, what are the guys that are really popular doing? But you have to go, what made them popular? What are the guys that are really rich doing? You have to look at what they did that made them really rich. See, you're looking at the end result. If you try and copy Andrew Tate buying 50 exotic cars, hypercars, and a bunch of houses all over the world and flying around in private jets, your brain's going to explode because that's not what he did to get to where he is. And, and if you don't like the example, pick anybody. Bedros Koulian, he was a personal fucking trainer. Now he owns Fit Body Boot Camp and Empire and Operation Black Site. Like he owns so many things. The reason I say that is he didn't change what he was doing. He did what he did what he was doing and he was a trainer he just became the best damn trainer there was he just escalated on them and then he took becoming a trainer and went how do i become a trainer to a bunch of people well i need to create an, a business okay here's my business fit body boot camp now how do i get in front of a bunch of people well i create french the world he didn't change what he was doing he expanded what he was doing see a lot of people they get caught up in the details going well now i have to change what i'm doing because i'm making all this money keep doing the same shit that got you there just do more of it that's the easiest thing to remember I got caught up. Everybody's done it. You're like, fuck, okay, now I'm doing this. What do I have to do different? Nothing. The fundamentals and the basics are what are going to make you rich. So now you have a software. You set up an LLC. Go to, listen, go to LegalZoom.com. Just don't buy anything but their basic package. Go get your EIN on, it, it's free. Don't pay somebody to get your EIN. It's free. Go to a bank. Once you get your articles of incorporation and your operating agreement, go to the bank and set up an account in that name. It takes about two weeks for you to get that from LegalZoom. Now you're done. Now you can accept money. Then you go get real um, merchant processing, easy pay or authorized.net. One of those three. Bang, bang, bang. They'll do the underwriting on your business, approve you for an amount every month per transaction amount. Now you can take a payment. Now you design your program. If it's a fitness program, make it 16 weeks, not 12. People start seeing results at 12 weeks. Why would you end it there? 16 weeks when they're four weeks in and they're starting to see progress. Ask them, hey, listen, I do one-on-one, -on -one, upsell a one-on-one -on -one interactive, like weekly or like 15-minute Zoom call with a small group. Upsell that if you want to. Sell them on a one-year package if they bought a 16-year pack or 16-month pack or 16-week package. Right, I'm just getting longer. Sell them on a one-year if they bought a 16-week. Oh, hey, listen, I have this one year. You're doing really great. Most people stick with it anyway. And the results you're going to get, it's easier to maintain with somebody helping you along and constantly evolving your program. Give them opportunities to buy more of the same product, not a new product. That's the easiest way to look at it. Get in front of more people. Ask them, like in your, in your social media, you should be posting every single day. Post every day. 
No, like every day at the same time, look when your audience is the most active. Easiest way, go to your insights, look at your insights, look when the audience is most active, post 45 minutes before that, set your alarm on your phone and post every fucking day. Make all your content on Sundays, <coughs> excuse me, make all your content on Sundays, which means your thumbnails on Canva, your video on CapCut, and your copy on Evernote or on just notes in, in your iPhone. Make, this is how you do it. Take your notes, put the date range on it. You know, December 1st to December 7th. That's a week. Let's say that's a Sunday. I'm making this up, right? Day one, this. Day two, this. Day three, this. Day four, this. All the way through. And then going to Canva, make a thumbnail. If you don't know what a thumbnail is, it's the cover that goes over your video. If you're making a video, videos tend to work better, okay? You're gonna need captions as well too. Make the, put the thumbnail on. That goes in a video folder in your phone. Make an album with the same date range as the date range you gave Evernote, December 1st to December 7th. Put your videos in there. All seven, edit it up, all the thumbnails, all edit it up. Now you're ready. Your alarm's set. Put your videos, run them through captions, put captions on there. Do not post videos without captions. 70% of the people that watch videos watch them at work. Yeah, you're not supposed to be doing it like you motherfuckers are probably doing right now. But now you're ready. Now when the alarm goes off, you don't have to scratch your brain and go bananas trying to figure out what the fuck you're going to post. I know people who spend six hours on a post. They go, I'm not getting any traction. It's because you're running it by the seat of your pants and yet you want to make a business. You're, you're running it as a side hustle, but you want to make millions of dollars. Then it has to be your only thing. If that's the case, listen, if you really want to do this, quit your fucking job, quit everything you're doing and go all in until you're where you want to be. And you know when you quit? Never, never. It's, it's how it works. But you guys want to dip your toe in the water and go, I'm not being successful. You're not successful because you didn't go all in. You have to be willing to risk and lose every fucking thing. It's that simple. And now every third post, you put a CTA in your timeline. You post eight stories every day. Gary Vaynerchuk, jab, 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 right hook. You post three value, one ask. So what that means is give, 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 fourth post in your stories, ask. A CTA does not have to be buy my shit. It can be an interaction, a poll. Give me a fire emoji. What'd you think? Do you agree? Did you go here? Here's my free ebook. You can use many chats for them to start giving you like interacting and automation. There's a million things we can do on this podcast right now. I'm just, I'm giving you the basics. But you don't need anything. If you just like tear apart this, I'll put a little PDF with this too, just to make it really easy for you. Once you have people dropping like DM, you know, results, if you want help, set up a link on Typeform, make a eight to nine question. Don't go more than nine. Nine question, little questionnaire, name, you know, Instagram handle. What's your biggest struggle with fitness? How long you been at this? You know, are you on a fitness program right now? What's your ability to invest in your health? Put a dollar range, a whole bunch of them, put like five, six choices. How important is your goal? Right? Give them all that stuff, but that's how you vet people. Put that link in your bio. That should be the only thing there. Don't put a bunch of shit in your bio. Don't brag about how you were the high school quarterback. Nobody cares, right? In your bio, what do you do? Who have you helped? DM for whatever, DM blank for this, DM blank for that. Work with me, type form link or DM to get something if you don't have a type form link set up. But that type form link, then just check. Those are the people, they already want your stuff. Just get on the phone with them or send them a DM. If you send them a DM, I even got five questions for you. Ask them these questions. That's it. Get into a conversation with them. Like, hey, geez, like, and you want to have an interaction that's very, that has flow, right? So like, you know, oh, hey, Jen, listen, 
I saw that you guys just moved into a new house. You and your husband and your three dogs, man. Holy shit. Three dogs, new house. Brand new house? Yeah, what kind of dogs? You want to have real conversations with people. Oh, Dobermans. Holy shit, those are badass dogs. I love Dobies. Crazy, but I like them. Listen, how do you manage, man? How do, how do you manage to do it? Do you still find time to have fitness? Do you still find time to work out for yourself? You, I saw that you have four kids too. Oh, you struggle with that, right? They're going to answer you. Once you have that, that's when you start asking questions. Would you mind then, Jen, people like their name. The most important word that a human will ever hear, by the way, is their name. Don't act like an idiot and creepy when you say it. But would you mind if I ask you a couple of questions to see if I can help you with that? Sometimes they'll give you the finger. Ask anyway. I'm a Grant Cardone guy. You ask them till they buy or die. You know, what's your biggest struggle with your fitness or finding time to work out right now? If that's what you're doing as the salesperson, you in the DMs, right? If you're like, what's your biggest, you know, converse, what's your biggest concern with investing? What's your biggest Bitcoin, con you know, concern? What's your biggest struggle in your relationship right now that you're seeking help with? Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever they need help with, you are going to be, doesn't matter what they say, by the way. You just go, listen, by the way, that I, I've heard that so many times before from some of our best clients. That way they feel safe, right? So now ask them, what would you say is if you, if all things being equal, time and money, listen, that matters to say time and money are irrelevant. But what would be your number one goal? What would be the number one result you would want? If everything was working the way it was and you had, everything was perfect, give me the ultimate, what's that dream? What is that? What does that result look like? Right? And then ask them, why is that result important? Why is that goal important to you? Because you want that they're selling themselves, whether you like it or not. And then say, listen, in the next 60, 90, 120 days, I like 120 days because it's better. In the next 90 to 120 days, what are your top one or two things that you'd like to knock out in the direction of that goal? Ask them to come up with things because now you've made them look at their long-term goal. You've eradicated all the ways they're going to come up with excuses because they already said they want it. And now you ask them what their short-term desire is. Now you can help them, right? Now you ask the best question. Would you like some help with that? Not, would you like me to help with, help you with that? Would you like some help with that? Yeah, I'd love that. Now you sell either the call or you just sell them right there on the DMs. And, and this is where actually having a conversation matters because there's no script. So listen, if somebody is like right there, that's when you say this script, you're fucked. You're going to close about 10% of the people. So I'm not going to get into all that stuff, but those are things that actually matter that will help tighten up your game a ton. Tighten up your game a ton. Like you want to make sure that you are for, for all, it, it, like you want to, you want to create a way that people want to buy from you because they believe in the outcome and the perceived likelihood of achievement. They believe that they're going to achieve it because of what you say, what you do, and how you conduct yourself. But in order to do that, you have to be tight on what you're selling. Most people are really nebulous about what they're selling. I don't know. I sell a fitness program. Yeah, but you still have a job that you fall back on. So you're not really all in on this. Well, yeah, I am. But if you're using it as a side hustle, this is why businesses fail because they kind of go, I'll just work on it when it's convenient. Schedule it, demand it. It's like fitness. If you guys want to be fit, go onto my YouTube channel, watch all my workouts. 
eat exactly how we do, sleep exactly how we do, do exactly what we do, you will look and move and feel exactly like we do. You want to have a business, do everything I tell you to do, you will have a business that makes a million dollars a year. It's up to you how fast that goes. I don't put a guarantee in it. I'm like, I guarantee it'll be, you have a coach that says, I guarantee you in, in three months, you'll be a millionaire. Fucking run. But if you want to put this together the way, this is the easiest way to do it. I, I left a ton of holes in this because there's only so much I can do on this podcast without you guys being, excuse me, without you guys being bored. But if you just follow that and get set up and then start making noise in the direction, listen, and you want to solve problems, by the way, people come up with, here's, I'll, I'll give you a last tip on how to make content. People are trying to figure out how to make content. The easiest way to do it is to use YouTube. You have to go, what is my niche? Somebody's like, it's niche, whatever. I don't give a fuck what you say. It's niche. So what is my niche? What are the most common problems in my niche right now? Don't go on Quora and Reddit and start looking up stuff from 2017. YouTube is the most real-time answer system on the planet right now. So what you do is you go to YouTube, install vidIQ. It's a Google extension, V-I-D-I-Q. Install that. Then go to YouTube, type in common problems in your niche. You know what? Men struggling to lose weight over 45. You're going to have a string of videos. It lists them from best to worst, usually. Pick one that you like. I don't care which one it is. Pick one. Go to that video. And then go to the bottom. There's a little vidIQ icon. It's a little blue dot with like an arrow inside it. Beside it is a drop-down menu. Click that. The menu will show up. It'll say rearrange, right? All It'll rearrange all the comments, comments with questions. Click that one. Now look at the questions because some of them are going to be like, oh, what kind of watch is that? What kind of car is that? Like stupid shit. Now, just look through the questions. Just start answering those on your social media. You don't have to sit there and go, well, you know, David from Little Rock, Arkansas asked, don't do that, but just be like, hey, listen, if you're struggling because of this or this, this is what I, this is what I recommend. I do this. The easiest way to address it, by the way, is to not go, you suck, you're doing garbage. Go, hey, listen, when this happened to me, this is what I did. Because it puts your personal experience in front of them instead of you getting preachy on a soapbox, looking down to them and telling them they're doing something for it. Anyway, listen, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to go eat something. I'm actually thirsty too. So this has been a fucking slice. I hope you got something out of this. If not, and I left a bunch of holes. Well, hey, listen, I'm giving you information for free. If you want more information, just ask me and I'll help you out as best as I can. But I hope that gives you direction on how to start a business. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.